0: Thank <music> you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And the condition report being brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, And the hotspot report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine as well. So thank you very much for sponsoring that. So, hope you had a good new year, made the most of it, enjoyed yourself, hopefully not too much anyway, and maybe with some luck, uh, found some time to to squeeze in some fishing. Yeah, it it hasn't been bad out there. Um, Saw a few guys uh, out and about. Wasn't, you know, with all this warm weather that we've had, I've just been kind of very curious to see what we've had as far as... uh, um, you know, how the ice is being affected by it. And certainly, you know, we had all that, we had that rain and, uh, you know, I mean, there was just, you know, standing water on that ice, was just not, not a good thing, you know, kind of melts it and it just, and then, you know, it gets slicker than all heck. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it, but you know what? Plenty of folks that uh, have made the trip out, and it's been worth it. Um, you know, looking at the uh, the fishing report here this this morning, and uh, we'll kind of drop in the, the hot spots, uh, places to check out. Um, y- you know, uh, Lake on Alaska has been producing. Hearing some uh, some good reports. You know, nothing um, huge or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, no real big fish, but you know, some decent sized panfish uh the perch bite uh i i think just in general the uh um the area is i think the fish are ready <laughs> you know, that's like uh, okay we've dealt with these conditions already now it's yeah we're we're kind of setting our winter mode so to speak and yeah now things are, are getting to sort of that winter normal if you will um everything that i'm 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 seeing and hearing is that the uh, the bite is uh is doing okay to uh you know picking up so i, I think uh, this weekend would not be a bad one to get out there and enjoy some uh, some good ice fishing i'm sure there will be plenty of folks out there that will be uh, that will be doing that as well and um like i said you know lake on alaska is is doing pretty well from what i hear um I don't know i i didn't get a chance i haven't had a chance to to figure out what or hear what uh um uh, what it's been like down by stoddard if anybody's been uh, uh catching him down in that that neck of the woods but you know on alaska and up in Trempolo, those areas are producing uh i'll get to the the stuff up by the toma and monroe county area here in a little bit um but uh you know Everything that uh, that I'm hearing, anyway, is that the ice is uh, is still pretty decent uh, in terms of uh, in terms of thickness, anyway. So you know, I mean, we've had these cold nights, so it's you know it hasn't been steadily above all the time. So that I think is is helping a little bit. But uh, reports I'm seeing, you know, that you know there's a good eight nine inches of ice out there uh, in some places. I know by uh, uh, uh eight nine inches of, of ice there. Um, the only thing with uh, and uh, that I'm hearing, and I'm, I'm hearing this, uh, you know, by Trenton and, and I, you know, I would suspect two up by uh, Lake on Alaska and places, you know, just getting on the water or on the ice, I should say. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go around, you gotta go over the water, so to speak. Um, that uh, that the edges are are, are iffy. And I think that's probably pretty true for just about uh, any body of water, uh, whether it's the, you know lakes up by Trempolo or Lake on Alaska or out by Toma or Monroe County out in there. You know, it's just the edges are, are just a little are a little soft, a little thin. There's just been a little bit too much warm weather uh, that's uh, and it just kind of melted out from the edge there. So just be really careful when you know you get out on the getting out onto the ice once you're out there then the ice is uh is is decent from uh uh like i said from everything that i'm i'm seeing and hearing anyway so that's uh that's good news anyway um just the the only places i think maybe where the ice would be a little is is a little sketchy um would be out by you know the main channel and and those places area and and some of those areas kind of adjacent to the, the main channel backwater, you know, or some of the backwater is adjacent to the main channel. Um, I, I think just all with the current and the warmer weather, I, it, it, I don't know if I'd be wandering out too close anyway, but you know, if you get some of those, like, but if you can find some of those back bays where there really isn't any, you know, current coming in or anything like that, um, yeah, it might not be, uh, might not be too bad out there. So just, uh, just be, I, I, and I was, Talking to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning here that you know there's been a few guys and I, I think there's a few guys this morning that are uh, uh, out fishing for walleyes uh, below the uh, below the dams there and they're not on the ice <laughs> uh, they're they're out on the water there they got the boats out and what the heck if it's if it's this nice you can get the boat in the water go for it you know just, just be really careful make sure you got the life jacket on and everything you don't want to that water's too cold to be messing with. But hey, you know if the walleyes are biting, um, get out there, get out there and enjoy it. So I think that's uh, uh, that would be my hotspot recommendations for for at least the walleye bite. Would be to uh, uh, maybe check out below some of the lock and dams. If you've got the boat handy or your buddy's still got the boat uh, ready to go, then uh, then I think you're in uh, you're good shape there. Um, haven't, I didn't hear as far as, you know, size wise and things like that, but, uh, um, what the heck, Get out in the boat, January 4th, how often are you going to get to do that? You know, so, uh, but otherwise, uh, as far as the ice fishing goes, yeah, again, uh, the panfish bite is, uh, is doing pretty well, uh, you know, perch, bluegills, uh, getting a few reports too, of, uh, of the Northern bite, um, uh, doing pretty well too, um, so that's uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, that early uh, northern bite is always uh, always a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I was talking with uh, the other day with uh, uh, one of my friends, uh, and his uh, stepsons were or stepson was out with some friends uh, up by the the Three Lakes area, and they they caught some nice northerns. You know, nothing you know monster size or anything like that, but uh, uh, still some some decent ones and some jumbo perch up there as well so forgot about that until just now i'm like oh yeah I, I was thinking northern but yeah then i'm like ooh, i got some uh and as as a matter of fact we uh we enjoyed that <laughs> very very much um those perch fillets mm, and those were uh those were tasty so that was uh that was good so enjoyed that um and then uh um even getting a, a couple reports of, of some bass as well and they can be caught through the ice they're not you generally just don't think about you know bass fishing as far as you know through the ice but you know they got to eat too at some point and they're definitely not as aggressive as they are some you know in the summertime but once in a while i i still have somewhere in my stuff somewhere a uh, picture of me holding up a bass that i caught ice fishing with my dad back in the day back oh gosh uh, way too way too many decades ago so <laughs> that was uh, but that was that was fun um so yeah you can uh, you can catch them uh and as far as what to uh, as far as what to use um you know just, i i think uh, you know live bait is going to be your uh, is going to be your key um you know minnows you know shiners whatever size you want you know uh rosy reds waxies um they just got some mousies they were saying up at uh, talking to the folks at fat cat this morning here that uh uh, they gotta order a mousies in as well and um you know and i think those are gonna you know any of that live bait will uh will be working regardless of whether you're you know you're going you know tremolo stoddard lake on alaska or whatever as far as inland goes um you know, over in Monroe County, talked to uh, to Bonnie, uh, Don's wife, over at Roscoe's this morning, and uh, Don was out turkey hunting, so we'll have to get a report from him after uh, or next for next week's show anyway. But yeah, you know, there's plenty of ice out on Lake Toma and some of the bogs as well. Again, same thing; the edges are a little on the uh, uh, sketchy side there. Um, panfish bite is is doing okay. Uh, usually, it's uh, the bite is picking up. Later in the afternoon, uh, rather than the, uh, the morning here. So, and, you know, considering the weather here, the, you know, the cloudy, dreary days, yeah, they're, I'd sleep in too if I were a fish, but I'm not. So I got to get up and do some work. So, but yeah, it's, uh, um, again, just those, those edges getting out onto the ice. Once you're out there, then yeah, there's still, you know, a good eight inches of ice. Um, Heaton well is fishable. Uh, there's, you know, a little ice there and I'm sure plenty of open water, uh, as well. So, um, know, yeah, just the big thing, I think that, you know, if you want to get out there, it's just, just be careful getting out on the ice. I got to believe that, that in a lot of places, you know, the main, you know, where folks go out on the water, you know, somebody's put a few boards or something like that, to, uh, you know, sheet of plywood, whatever, just to get out there far enough that you can, uh, uh, you don't have to get too wet, so. but again, just, uh, just be really, really safe, especially along the edges of, of whatever body of water you happen to, uh, to be on. So that's the, uh, that's going to be the big takeaway here. Uh, let's see here. One other thing. Yes. Um, <coughs> um, early season starting here in, uh, Wisconsin today, the early catch and release season, which is cool. Um. For trout fishing, anyway, so I'm sure the uh, the streams down in the area here and and including Vernon County are probably uh, are open and uh, fishing here. I'm looking at the the report from the Driftless Angler here this morning. Uh, um, certainly, you know you don't have to. be... The nice thing about you know the early season, this time of the year when you go out and do some trout fishing, anyway, is that you know you don't have to be out a, at the uh, uh, the crack of dawn. Not not this time of year you can wait a little bit you know a little more of the middle part of the day you're you know that 10 to 2 time frame at least anyway so uh when it it warms up a little bit anyhow uh so to speak but um just uh you know if you can get down especially you know if you're going to be doing some fly fishing anyway you know you can get down in some of those little creek beds or whatever that are a little bit protected from the wind hopefully it will uh uh, block some of those gusts that, uh, are in the forecast there. But, you know, if you're, you're looking to do some trout fishing, uh, uh your leech patterns, streamers, things along those lines, um, nymphing is, uh, is good right now. Uh, small, thin, let's see here, get your small, thin and dark bodied flies right on the bottom as the fish do not move much in the water. Um, also, another little tip as well is dead drifting leeches and streamers with an occasional twitch is effective in cold water. So, and there are a few hatches, midge hatches, is, uh, in there as well. And again, those are going to be happening happening a little bit later in the day, uh, the middle part of the day. Um, so again, you know, that's when the fish are going to be are going to be more active, uh, so to speak. So, but uh, um, yeah, get out there, uh, you know. Plenty of places to uh, to check out down there as well. So, and the nice thing is, you know, just uh, you don't have to worry about snagging on the grass or anything like that. Just uh, might be a little slippery getting down to the uh, getting down to the streams there. And certainly, if uh, uh, certainly, make sure you got your insulated waders because that's uh, that's going to be some cool water, forty degree ish water so to speak um but yeah fishing uh fishing is doing is is going to do well on the uh on the area streams as well so very cool so wanted to I forgot I tend to forget that in the winter time but yeah today is uh like I said the first day in Wisconsin anyway of the uh catch and release season so lots of happy trout fishermen out there okay uh and that is uh a look at the, uh, the hotspot report here this morning, again, brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. Taking a quick look at uh, at conditions here, again, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Uh, water temperatures, you know, pretty, eh, you know, fairly consistent, maybe a little bit warmer here and there since we've got that warm up a little bit, uh, you know, the 32-ish, um, just above freezing. Uh, a couple places uh, reporting 33 down in Genoa, uh, 34 down in Lynxville, um Alma reporting 34 as well, so it just you know, like I said, a degree or two here and there. And as far as the river stage goes, and I forgot to mention this, I know they uh, talking about it up in Trempolo Anyway, that uh, uh, the water has uh, has come up. We're sitting at about eight and a quarter feet right now, and uh, it just it's jumped here in the last day or so, uh, up about uh, oh maybe three quarter not three quarters of a foot, but uh, uh, three, four inches or so anyway, it jumped over, uh, it was in the upper sevens and now it's come up to, uh, uh, like I said, about eight and a quarter feet. So it's, you know, boy, I wish it would come down. That would just be, uh, that would be really, really nice. So, but, and, and the current hasn't really necessarily matched that, um, but, uh, the current is, is about, oh, 73, 74 here in Lacrosse, So it's, it's steady, but, um, you know, just, uh, not out of control or anything like that. But like I said, boy, I, I think, and I just not used to seeing the water quite this high this time of year. Um, usually this is something we'll see a little bit closer to spring and, you know, later part of maybe February and into March and things like that. So <clears throat> hopefully winter is not going to be drawn out into April and May. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. So, But anyway, that is the uh, a quick look at the conditions report. Again, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. Hotspot report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. And it is now 826. I'm going to take a break and come back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of moments. Here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580
1: AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. If you would like to talk smack, then don't
2: miss the
3: Jim Rome show.
2: Don't even bother trying to replicate that in Vegas because you can't. You can't duplicate it. Don't even try. Just listen to Gardner Minshew talking about his experience there. Uh, probably so. Uh, probably saw more no figures today than I had in the whole lot. But uh, no, they had a good time, man. And, um, you know, it was just fun to run that fun. He said I probably saw more middle fingers today than I ever have in my life. There will never be a scene like that ever again. It's sad as hell. Amazing fans. They deserve a hell of a lot more than what ownership and their team just gave them. Because ownership and their players and their coaches just gave them the biggest middle finger ever in the form of a choke
3: job. Don't email, but tweeted me with "Hey Rome." The Nacho Cheese, but just for chalk. Don't miss that Jim Rome show. Weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY
0: 967 FM and 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at T.Ryerson.cdrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And taking a look at the sports calendar here for uh, today and this weekend anyway. Um, yeah, we got football for you. Plenty of football. No Packer football, but uh, uh, playoff football starting this afternoon at uh, 3 o'clock. Um, and then uh, again tomorrow morning uh, at 11.30 uh, here on WKTY as the uh, wild card games get underway. Packers got the bye, of course, so they'll be back in action next weekend. Uh, we also do have a, a Bucks game for you this evening. Uh, we're Because of the, the, the playoffs and, and football and everything, uh, we are going to move that over to our sister station, uh, WIZM 1410 AM, uh, as the uh, Spurs come to visit the Bucks down in Milwaukee. Uh, that will get underway at 7 o'clock this evening. So, uh, again, that's uh, Bucks basketball uh, moved over to our sister station, uh, Wizm fourteen ten a.m. So it is uh, eight twenty nine. Let's uh, well, let's just kind of delve into the uh, the topic of the day here, and that's uh, uh, just a, a short little. You know, and now that the the panfish bite is is getting going, and um, talk a little bit about you know finding crappie and stuff. That just sounds kind of good. I and uh, I haven't heard. Uh, a whole lot about it but you know that bite's got to start picking up here somewhere and hopefully uh, this might give you some ideas on where to go and uh, what to do to to catch those tasty little buggers so um but uh, the main thing is is that uh, it, and who knows what this year with the the high water and and everything you know crappies move around a lot um so, you know, and I think that's you know maybe one reason why they can be a little harder to find in the the winter time uh, is that uh, you know you, you got to move and it, it's a little more of a pain to move around in the, the wintertime than it, it can be in the the summer when you got the boat. It's but uh, um, you know you just you got to move around to find them. Um, some good places to, to maybe start out, anyhow. Uh, you know, mouths of bays or sloughs are, are, good places to, to check out. Uh, and they can be kind of shallow this time of year, you know, they can be in, you know, six feet of water or less. Um, you know, uh, maybe six to, I don't know, uh, 15, 16 feet of water. You know, they've, they've moved, uh, and they tend to move from those areas into maybe a little bit deeper water and, and structure, uh, since the bait fish have moved into those areas, they you know, they moved a little bit deeper, um, because they're, they're chasing down the bait fish, uh, anyway. Um, but again, they, 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 they can move shallow and, and I guess, you know, I wouldn't be terribly surprised just given the weather that we've had here that some of those bait fish are, uh, are moving in shallow, at least uh, during part of the day anyway. So, you know. But another thing, too, that, uh, um, especially as the the fish go, you know, deeper, um, oxygen levels become less and less. Um, so again, you know, they'll move out from shore, uh, the, the shallow areas and move into to deeper water where there's a little bit better, uh, dissolved oxygen anyway in there. You know, unless, of course, they get iced in, then all bets are off. But, um, but yeah, uh, start kind of shallow and then work your way out from there. Um, you know, if you can't find them in that, uh, deeper water, you know, kind of reverse the pattern, look for crappies to move back into shallow flats, you know, especially as the day moves on a little bit later in the day, um, is when the water is going to be warmest anyway, so to speak. Um, you know, 32.2 versus 32.1 you know what i mean but um you know look for look for crappies to to move back into the shallow flats off drop-offs to to, like i said they're they're looking for the minnows and they're searching for food this is also true in uh you know where there's good ice anyway main channel areas flats around and along bends um you know scout out a deep hole around some of those areas during the the middle part of the day you know if you find good structure many times you're going to find good fish and you know crappies are kind of what we're talking about but you know there'll be other fish in there as well other panfish uh maybe some perch or bluegills and sunnies and things like that um you know so now that you've kind of got an idea of where they are how do you catch them well you know depends on how uh active you want to get you know you can just do the dead stick thing. That's, there's nothing wrong with that at all, but you know, a little, just a a little bit of action on the line. There is always a, always a good thing. Um, Maybe do a little, you know, split that up a couple of poles. Anyway, you know, you one just have with the, uh, with the dead sticking and um, the other one, just uh, maybe a little bit more, you know, lifting and dropping and things like that. Um, You know, either one isn't, terribly complicated um and again the fish will tell you you know how active they you know are you know if they they want that more active minnow um versus the dead stick method you'll figure that out um at least dead sticking you know early on anyway is can help you figure out what the fish are looking for like i said that's just kind of the the long and the short of it um and you know you can also mix it up too maybe you know with the dead stick just you know, have the minnow on there and it'll be kind of moving around a little bit. Tip the other, your other line with a, uh, a waxy or a mousey or something like that. You know, just, uh, again, something that the fish are always going to be picky. <laughs> They're always going to be it's like, Hey, minnows work really well this day. And then, you know, so then they want waxies and things like that. So, um, and again, depending on the size of your bait presentation, you know, you might pick up a few things, a few extra things here and there, you know, a few sunnies or perch or things along those lines as well. But anyway, uh, we're talking about crappies here this morning. Um, you know, <coughs> and it, it, the other thing too is if the minnow is active, um, it can draw fish in. You know, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, water conditions are, reasonably clear for this time of year anyway and um you know you see that minnow darting around anyhow then uh um might bring in a few more bring in at least a few lookers anyway and hopefully a few biters so that's (laughs) that's kind of the objective here anyway um they'll come over and check that out and the other thing too is uh you know since crappies are a schooling fish um you won't necessarily get just one, uh, you'll get a bunch. So of course, uh, you know, works great if you happen to land on them right away in the first place, but long and the short is, you know, if the crappies want the minnow, they'll take the minnow. Um, if not, then maybe go a little bit smaller with a, a waxy or something along those lines, uh, to, uh, uh, Tip whatever he, you know you happen to whatever you know Jager spoon whatever you know uh, Swedish pimple what have you um, you know and you know you know you don't have to use a minnow that what I'm getting to is uh, is that you know the waxy or uh, mousy or whatever they'll have um, they'll put out a scent trail so that's uh, you know obviously the the minnow will have its own scent that it gives off and spread through the water same with the waxy and the mousy uh that'll uh, that'll still stay active and um again put a little scent in the water and, and hopefully you know draw some fish in so um the other thing too uh you know if you think about it there's also the question of depth involved here too you know you can set the you know that dead stick at a given depth say for example two feet off the bottom uh then you can work the other line at you know one foot three foot and again just to kind of figure out how the the crappies are biting um you know if they're holding to the bottom and and chances are they might be a little lower in the water column there again uh, that's where the bait fish are going to be they're going to be down low um certainly figure it out a little bit faster with the uh the two rods anyhow. So, um, and, and finding the right depth, uh, you know, the, the aggressive hungry fisher at plus finding out, uh, what they're preferring for a meal that day. That that's, you know, it sounds easy. It's a little more complicated than that, but it's not that complicated. So, um, another plus is that with dead sticking, you're also presenting a more realistically live bait with the fish, uh, and, or live bait to the fish, uh, and, and that can be helpful on days when the, the fish are maybe a, l- a little skittish, a little picky, uh, maybe not quite in, the, in a totally positive feeding mode. Um, and again, just those sort of natural, realistic movements of the minnow or waxy or whatever live bait you're using uh, can, can be a far better trigger to uh, uh, a fussy fish than any kind of action that uh, that you can impart on the lure the other thing too that uh, uh wanted to mention is that uh crappies like a lot of other fish are they fish up so um if you you know if you can you mark them on your electronics of any kind or if you've got a uh, uh you know underwater camera those are the kind of you know just you want to put it above them and again it'll depend on how far you know the fish want to move if they're a little more active they'll they'll come up and and you know a foot or two or whatever and and grab it um other times but yeah just you want to put it a little bit above them so they can they'll look up and and see it and see it against the horizon or the sky if you will um and uh that silhouette that profile is uh, is what they're going for so again keep that uh, you don't want it you don't want it below them um, you may need to put it right in front of them, uh, if they're not terribly aggressive, but, um, usually you start out above them and then just kind of slowly work it down towards their level. And if they aren't taking it, then, you know, move on to a different, uh, a different area with, the uh, with similar characteristics. So, but again, something to, uh, something to keep in mind when you're out doing a little, uh, a little crappie fishing this morning. Uh, It is coming up on 840. Take a break and be back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
3: Imagine this. You bundle up and walk out onto a frozen lake on a clear, crisp winter day. Your sled is full of fishing gear, your fishing license in your pocket. You have got it together. Coffee, beer, and your Yeti. You know that when it's freezing outside, your Yeti will keep your coffee hot and your beer cold. But it won't freeze. Ace of Lacrosse has the full line of Yeti products. And they have everything
1: to make sure you have a killer day out on the ice. Ace Hardware, the official hardware store of the Wisconsin Badgers. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Don't
2: even bother trying to replicate that in Vegas, because you can't. You can't duplicate it. Don't even try. Just listen to Gardner Minshew talking about his experience there. Uh, probably so. Uh, probably saw more middle fingers today than I have in my whole life. But uh, no, they, they had a good time, man. And, um, you know, it was just fun to run that He said, I probably saw more middle fingers today than I ever have in my life. There will never be a scene like that ever again. It's sad as hell. Amazing fans. They deserve a hell of a lot more than what ownership and their team just gave them. Because ownership and their players and their coaches just gave them the biggest middle finger ever in the form of a choke job. Don't
3: email or tweet at me with, hey, Rome, the nacho cheese was just for chocolate Don't miss that Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
0: ninety 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, I hope you uh, are enjoying the morning here so far. Hopefully making plans to get out there and do a little fishing or maybe even doing a little uh, turkey hunting. Sure. Uh, just I saw this here, too, and... and uh, was reminded of it here with uh don from Roscoe's live bait uh, out in toma there he uh, he's out doing a little hunting this morning here as well but uh minnesota has changed things a little bit they've simplified their uh spring turkey hunting license uh is uh so hunters hoping to bag a turkey uh, with a firearm this spring will no longer be restricted to a single permit area um With the exception of three major wildlife management areas, a spring turkey license will provide the opportunity to hunt uh, all permit areas in the state. And this will, uh, eh, it's not going to be too much longer. But anyway, beginning March 1st, all spring turkey hunters can purchase a license over the counter. The Minnesota DNR is announcing the season details now, so hunters can apply for permits drawn in a lottery for uh, the three wildlife management areas here. And that's uh, Malac, Carlos Avery, or the uh, Whitewater Wildlife Management Areas um, for the uh, 2020 season, anyhow. So, um, excuse me. Uh, the DNR annually monitors hunter participation in turkey harvest. In 2019, the agency considered recent season participation, hunter interest in lotteries, harvest levels, and public comments during or on potential season changes. Uh, public input indicated high levels of hunter support for greater flexibility in hunting location as well as increased opportunity to get licenses over the county uh, rather than uh, through the lottery. Uh, turkey season runs from April 15th to May 31st and is divided uh, into six periods, uh, A through F. And then uh, firearm firearms hunters uh, 18 and older must choose their hunt period when they get their license. Uh, firearms turkey hunters can also participate in a hunt uh, in Hunt F if they have an unused tags from uh, one of the earlier hunt periods. Um, firearms, turkey hunters, ages 18 and older who are interested in a permit to hunt in uh, Malac, Carlos Avery, or uh, Whitewater wildlife management areas during the A through C seasons uh, are required to apply for a lottery. Uh, the deadline for that uh, for those areas is Friday, January 24th. Uh, successful applicants may hunt statewide, in addition to those selected wildlife management areas. Um, archery-only license holders may still hunt statewide for the entire season, uh, again, April 15th through May 31st. Hunters cannot purchase both a firearms and archery-only license. So, licensed hunters uh, 17 and younger may hunt statewide for the entire season uh, with firearms or archery equipment. Um because there is no lottery for spring wild turkey licenses, the landowner and tenant drawing, which set aside a percentage of lottery licenses for landowners with qualifying land, that's been discontinued, and landowners and tenants can purchase licenses like any other turkey hunters. Uh, there is a permit or a cost anyway to apply for the uh, the turkey lottery in, uh, in Minnesota. It's five bucks, and you can get that through the Minnesota DNR website or uh, by phone or in person from a, uh, licensed agent, um, successful applicants will get a notice in mail by mid February, uh, and can purchase their hunting license starting March the 1st. But yeah, uh, you know, breaks it down into, into basically weeks here. You know, first section is the 15th through the 21st of April. And then, you know, on through the, uh, on through the end of May. So again, uh, little changes here in the, uh, The turkey hunting here i've got my got my little postcard in the mail from the dnr the other day so i'll be doing a little turkey hunting here in the spring hopefully uh be nice actually to (laughs) i might have to start doing some research a little more research and figuring out the places to go i've gone two years now in a row with my friend and I don't think we've heard as much as a squawk. The only squawking I've heard is is us with the, uh, with the calls, but uh, yeah, it's been interesting. But no uh, but no turkey. So, going to have to going to have to fix that up, I think. But yeah, looking forward to that. Oh, boy, that's going to be here before you know it, isn't it? So, that's cool. Um, so, again, uh, changes in uh, in things for uh, for Minnesota as well. So, um, keep that in mind. It is uh, let's see here. It's 8:48. I'm going to take another uh, quick break and then uh, be back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of moments on WKTY, 967 FM, 5:80 a.m.
1: DKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma.
3: Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's Live Bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral of the story is, it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home, and Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. Buy any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's—it's where everyone goes. W K T Y is your source for high school sports, covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year, we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors.
1: ABC Autobody, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Bossum Funeral Home, Pratt Lumber, Mystery Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washa Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzi Lumber, Bagnewski Heating and Air Conditioning, Tostud and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax Brandon Kane, Killer Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Play It Again Sports.
3: The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club honoring outstanding student athletes in the Cooley region. My name is Nigel Adcock. I'm with Cartonseed LLC. I'm Jim from SignPro, and Nigel came in, and they had ideas that they wanted to get across but didn't know how to do it. I like the fact that those guys took the time to ask me questions, learn about the company, what we did, and from that, put together some suggestions, some ideas to embellish and enhance what we had. Going out to trade shows and getting your business out there is an excellent idea. But if you're going to do that, you got to make sure you have a professional image. So what Nigel needed was a variety of displays to fit the variety of shows that they go to. When I go to World Dairy Expo, I see a lot of really fancy-looking booths and, uh, and and the artwork, and and to know that this company here in La Crosse can do that is is very. Reassuring to know that uh, you know, I've got that to help me out if I want to do something similar.
2: Go to a pro sign pro Call seven eight two three four five six.
1: family. Mm. Instead of just creating ads, we create strategies. We don't simply wanna put your business on the radio. My job consists of
3: being a consultant every plan that we build is customized specifically for you and that's across all platforms uh, including social and digital media website design and running radio ads it's taking all those
1: different pieces And then putting them together into a comprehensive plan. We want to discuss
3: how we can help your business grow. We want to discuss your business.
2: There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask.
0: ninety 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And enjoying the day, making plans to get out there and do a little uh, outdoor recreating anyhow and a little new snow on the ground. Chance to get out there and do a little uh, ice fishing. I'm sure it's... Uh, I'm sure that it'll be busy out there today, but again, just, uh, it just be safe. The, the big thing is, uh, if you're, you're headed out on the water or headed out on the ice, I should say, watch the water. Cause, uh, uh, every place I've checked anyway, it, everybody say, it's like, yeah, the, the edge is getting once you're on the ice, good to go, but getting out there is going to be, uh, going to be the challenge. So it's a good thing. The, uh, uh ice fishing gear is all relatively uh small and a little bit you know get a five gallon pail and you can put everything in that so that's uh good to know a little easier to manage but eh, if you got a little shelter i suppose it's a little, a little more complicated but hopefully you can find a little easier access that <clears throat> but yeah definitely uh Definitely do not want to be going in this time of year. <clears throat> it's a little on the uh, a little on the cool side, to say the least. <laughs> a couple of things. Uh, let's see. I've got a few minutes uh, left to go in the program here. Uh, I just want to mention, too, that uh, uh, every month, the uh, at least during the cooler weather months anyway, the uh, Cooley Region Trout Unlimited folks have a uh, – uh, they're – Monthly meeting anyway, and th- this month is no different. It's coming up on the, the 15th. Uh, it's going to be down at the Legion in Viroqua. Uh, optional dinner and drinks at 6, and then the program begins at 7. Uh, they're going to be uh, having a presentation from uh, uh, Severin, uh, I think it either be Tubin or Tubin, uh, who was at the Trout Unlimited Teen Summit last summer. And uh, he's going to be talking along with uh, Christina uh, Pechechek, who is a graduate student at UWL. She's talking about a study she did on brook trout in Cook and Mapledale Creeks, which should be uh, interesting uh, in and of itself. The chapter helped fund both those, uh, both those little projects, but uh, there's always, uh, always good conversation and uh, talk of fishing and the like, but again, yeah, it's uh, coming up on the 15th down at the, uh, the Legion uh, in Viroqua. And they've also got uh, two and, and, um, it, I'll throw this out as a plug too, cause it's coming up, uh, going to be here before you know it, uh, February 28th, their annual chapter banquet, uh, at Cedar Creek in Onalaska. Uh, you can just go online, just, you know, Google up Cooley region, Trot unlimited and get the info on the, uh, on tickets and everything. But that's always a fun time. Boy, that's a, that's a great evening. And I'm going to, uh, reach out to those folks and get them on the show. But, uh, but anyway, I wanted to, to mention it, uh, because of the events coming up, but also wanted to uh, make mention too that um, if you've got, you know, if if you belong to an outdoor organization, and there's certainly plenty of them around, um, and you've got an event coming up, uh, by all means, uh, give me a holler. Uh, just uh, you know, shoot me an email here at the station. My email address is uh, uh, Kevin M at mwfbroadcasting.com, uh, Kevin M at mwfbroadcasting.com and i'll get that email and uh, we'll uh, uh you know give you guys a little uh, a little publicity there to help raise attendance and awareness of your event for your organization your outdoor organization doesn't you know whether you know uh whether it, uh, hunting fishing trap shooting what have you uh Whatever outdoor activity you've got going on, by all means, please feel free to, uh, uh, like I said, just uh, just drop me a line. Always looking for uh, for guests. You know, for, you know. For example, I mentioned Trot Unlimited here, but uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, going to get uh, uh, some folks again from the UWL fishing team. Uh, they've got a, a derby coming up uh, soon, so we'll uh, I'll be getting them on, and we'll uh, we'll spend the hour chatting about uh, uh, fishing and ice fishing and. So that'll be uh that'll be a ton of fun i'm looking forward to uh, that but again that's uh that's in a couple of weeks but again yeah just uh, you know me i'm more than happy to to help promote uh, your activity or event that's uh, you know I think that's part of my responsibility here is a uh, uh doing what I do here at the station is you know getting the word out to folks about things that are going on in the community here and helping out with uh, with things like that so it's, that's uh, important. So again, like I said, just, uh, just give me a holler again, Kevin M at dot com. a couple minutes left to go on the program. Of course, you know, it's the first show of the season as well, uh, of the new year. And, you know, everybody makes resolutions. It's whether to exercise more often. You know, I, I got my hand up. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, when it comes to, you, you think about it when you, you know, when it comes to fishing and everything, you know, what would you like to do here in, uh, in 2020? Uh, you know, you yeah, think about it a little bit, you know, I, get out there and, and, and it's like, Hey, do I want to just, you know, I just want to, this past year, well, I, combination thing between work and, uh, the conditions, I did not get out as much as I wanted to. So this year it's definitely, uh, with, even though it's going to be a crazy busy year, uh and they all are of course but uh it's just getting more time on the water you know just you know finding those uh finding those fishing holes and just coming you know and just that's my my relaxation anyway that's my that's how i de-stress from things is just get out there and enjoy it whether you know whether i catch anything or not granted it's nicer if you catch things but um just getting out there and enjoying it what you know watching the eagles fly over or ducks, what have you, um, just getting out there and enjoying That's, that's kind of my big resolution. Um, maybe not buy quite as much fishing gear in 2020 as I, but I don't necessarily expect that one to, <laughs> don't necessarily expect that one to be kept, but getting out on the, the water, that, that, that sounds a little more realistic. So <laughs> anyhow, I got to wrap things up. You have yourself a tremendous weekend. I will see you next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. Stay safe. Have fun.
3: Western Wisconsin Sports League. WKTY Lacrosse. 96.7 FM, 580 AM.